Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Is there anybody here? Hello, this is Casey. I'm going to be listening in. Oh, good deal, baby. I have not talked to your mother-in-law. Do you know if she's coming? I think she'll be listening, uh, listening or reading. I I think she should be. She reminded me to to make sure I called. Oh, okay. She reminded you. She knows. (laughs) Because I have to be reminded myself. (laughs)
Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. Is it Tina Bell? No, this is Daniel B. Okay. Sound like Tina Boom. I told Jan to get on here. Oh, had she forgot it? I don't know. I just reminded her. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, Kate, she said she's listening. Who is this? No. Miss Chris is not in here. I, I don't know where she might be. Sure, forgot it. It's a good study tonight. If I any of them was a bad study. I don't know. She's probably around here. Hi, good evening. There her is. It's, I was just asking about you. I think ah, I, I just got in. <laughs> was you having trouble? Well, I was having trouble getting a signal. Okay, now. Okay. Wait. It's 7.02. Reckon we will wait any longer? We got three readers. I called Tina up. Uh, and uh, she didn't answer. Hey, Mom. Hey. Hey, I'm here. Hello. Good deal. All right. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and start then. We got enough to start, okay? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, we are at uh, Genesis uh, eighteen and verse ten. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Huh? I had gotten knocked off. Oh, okay. All right. Can we pray? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay, we're going right now. Father, we come to ask your help tonight. We direct our prayer to you, Lord, and I'll ask you for for just the the uh, opening of our eyes that we might see what we need to see here tonight. Lord, thank you for your word that never grows old. It just grows more precious as the day goes. Thank you for every one of the hearers, the seers of your word here tonight, Lord. Just bless us all together as we uh, look at your eternal word. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sorry, where was we again? Sorry. Uh, Genesis 18 and verse 10. I thought we were done Genesis 12. <laughs> I couldn't believe we have done got over to 18. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> now this is uh, this is this familiar story, but every time I read it, I see something different about it, and that shows how alive the word of God is. <clears throat> so he said, um, um, God talking to Abraham in uh, the 10th verse, he said, and he said, I will certainly return I'm a wife and Sarah, my wife, will have a son. And Sarah heard it and the tent door was behind him. Now Abraham, now Abraham were old and well stricken age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of surety bear a child which am old? Oh, and here's what I thought. It said Sarah laughed within herself. Now, I don't think she laughed out loud, do y'all? But here's my point. I think when God saw that, that laugh, that it was a, a laugh of unbelief, and he heard we talked about all this. Um, We've already talked about all this. We have. Right, Noy Dana? I think this is you. T- uh, he he talked to Abraham, and uh, Abraham laughed about it too, or kind of, or he had disbelief or something. Yeah, that was last week. Oh, oh so we we didn't do this last week. Okay, go ahead. No. <laughs> No, we hadn't, Jan. Oh, here's my point. Uh, 
you know the scripture that says that a man in his heart after a woman he's guilty of the act and why is that because that's the real you that's that's doing these things and uh, I don't think Sarah laughed out loud I think she just thought because of what she said next there uh, that was unbelief and uh, and, you know that's that's why we need to confess our our thought life you say well I didn't say it but and that's good as far as man's concerned if you don't say everything you think but when we're before God he knows that and and I believe we need to confess our thought life. What do y'all think? I agree. It's an intent of our heart, so I agree. <clears throat> I've got a question on this. You know, the Lord, he said unto Abraham, he asked him, why did she laugh? I wonder if he knew that they had already talked about it too. Yeah. Uh, and Abraham said, huh? I didn't hear nothing. I don't know. But uh, anyway, whether she did or she didn't, the fact remains that, that we are uh, open to the God of heaven. And uh, any sin that comes to our heart with any kind of agreement with sin is, uh, that's a bad thing. So verse 14 says, he tells Abraham, I've got this underlined and stars around it. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denies, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. And the man rose up from then and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Things like this it was just a stopover. They had an urgent uh, mission to come down and, as the Lord said, see if things are as bad as he thinks they are. <laughs> uh, and so they stopped off here and uh, dropped. This, this good news on Abraham and Sarah. So those uh, those two angels are on their way, but the Lord and Abraham uh, are, are still are still here. Uh, verse seventeen, uh, and the Lord said, kind of within himself, 
Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed by him in him. For I know that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. Now tell me something, y'all. If how they wasn't even ten righteous people in the city of Sodom, where is this cry going up to God? What is that? I figure it's the evilness. It says the cry from their victims. Ha. Mm. You see that, Dana? Yeah. The city's thin. That's what I figured it was, too. Yeah, the cry coming from their victims was great. Their their sin. Yeah. Well, I seem like I cannot place the scripture there about sin crying out. Oh. Well, my Bible says in. That uh, that through his appointed representatives, the Lord would investigate Sodom and Gomorrah for two reasons. The cry coming from their victims was great, and the city's sin was very grievous. So are we talking about the cry of the people who... They maybe, were being, maybe they wasn't crying out to God. They, they was uh, kind of like maybe the, the children of Israel. Uh, now, I, I always thought they was crying out to God, you know, for their cruel taskmaster, taskmasters. I always thought that, but uh, I don't know if they even knew that much about God. They had been in Egypt for so long, they about forgot God too, I think. Well, what I'm thinking is there's there's perpetrators and then there are victims. And it's the victims that are crying out. Well, I don't think Verse 21 clarifies the Lord's going to go down and investigate. 
Yeah, I think it was just like their wickedness, the cry of all of them, how wicked they were. You, you know, but it said, or, or my thinking is, that there wasn't no victims. They was all enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, there was only 10 righteous. I mean, not even 10. No. Yeah, but it didn't say there was not. There may have been some righteous. They could have been a few righteous people that cried out to God, you know. Well, I'm thinking, I'm still I'm still reading. Me and Dana have the same Bible, and um, one of the sins, the detestable things in Genesis 19, 5 through 9, was attempted homosexual gang rape. So the victims of that being raped all the time and, and um, being the one that, I don't know, being the victim. I think well, too. But they got killed, too. I don't, I think it was just the cry of the, the, no God in them, just evil. Oh, but turn this, turn this around and, and think about it this way, that if possible, that there was some good people there and they were crying out. Uh, you know, it's like in this world today, the whole world has gone after Satan almost, you know. Of course, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but look, we pray. And we say to the effect, Lord, uh, uh, help us and and uh, don't let us be swallowed up with all these sinful people and all that. And um, you think it could have been that way? That might I be think it. inside your conscience, inside your conscience, you you know it's wrong. And so that's why I agree that they they felt victimized. Some of them did. Well, it seems very strange that just a few chapters back, God just looked down from heaven and saw that man was wicked, you know, and he he flooded the earth. Now he's going to go down and investigate it. I don't know. That might have been for Abraham's sake. Because we know Abraham was righteous. Oh, okay. Verse 22. Whose turn is it? Yeah, Mama. Hey, Mama. And the men turned their faces from him. That's the 
and look at this. It, it called them men, but they was they was angels. The men turned their faces from thence, and uh, as they get on into Sodom and, and Gomorrah, the people, them wicked men, saw them as men. Remember that we've talked about this before. That you may one day be uh, confronted with an angel, and he, you won't tell the difference of him. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked. And the righteous should be as the wicked? No, that the righteous should be as the wicked? That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? <laughs> I love that. I've, I've underlined that too. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? That's a, that's a verse that we need to commit to our memory. And to our everyday dealing, whether it be happiness or whether it be a, a, a bad thing happen to you, if you can get this down right here, that it came to you through the hand odds and let it right. Uh, verse 26 says, And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. I think... Uh that verse that you just said, Miss Janice, to underline, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Uh, I think right. that's happening right now. You know, God is judging us, and uh, he, he's watching. He knows who the righteous ones are. Yes. Verse 20. For adventure, there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Peradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for 40's sake. I just wonder about this <laughs> this conversation. Do you reckon they was 
hears the Lord and Abraham, and as soon as he said 50, can't you just see the Lord shaking his head? Uh-huh. It don't say that he said a word, but Abraham started down the line every time the Lord would shake his head. <laughs> and he comes on down, verse 30, and he said unto the Lord, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I'll speak. Peradventure there shall thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I'm thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I shall not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this one. Peradventure ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten sake. <clears throat> and the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communion with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. Y'all, you know, the scripture says, many uh, are called, but few are chosen. Uh, if yeah. this is any indication, and I'm thinking about the parable of the sower, uh, it's my my teaching that only one of the sowers was saved. I mean, one of the uh, one of the examples. You know what I'm talking about. Only one of those, uh, and it was the one that that bore fruit. And uh, that's that's one fourth there. And uh, you see, he started out. This is a big city here, Sodom. And uh, so he started with a small number. But he gets it on down to 10. Uh, And what my point is that in a large group of people, I don't know what percentage-wise, but I don't imagine... Everybody that's there is going to heaven. What do y'all think? Yeah. I agree. Let's just take Grace Baptist Church here. Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, everybody's, you know, say some's better Christians than others, but we're all saved. Surely we're all saved and just walking some closer to the Lord and some not so close. But you know, um, thinking about this with any group, just take a family. Take a family of five. You think, oh, all my folks are saved. But, uh, just can't you just can't be sure about that because uh 
Yeah, they all have a different idea, or some of them have a different idea of what saved actually means. I talked to a man, a guy one time from Leesville, and uh, I just asked him about his salvation. I, you know, I said, uh, "Do you have you ever been saved or whatever?" His his uh and he knew I was talking about scripturally, but he told me a long story about how that he was about to drown and somebody pulled him up and he didn't drown and he said, God saved me that day and he's talking about literally being saved by God out of the hole out of the water hole. And I told him that was not what I was talking about, and that's not what God's talking about. But I mean, he continued to say that was that's his testimony. Well, I reckon he did turn to the Lord and accept no, him that No, no, he never mentioned anything about um, confessing his sin and realizing that. Um, he needed to confess with his mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in his heart. None of that. It was all about being saved from drowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people have that that thought. In fact, I talked to somebody, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Oh, Ask them about they're saved, a man and a woman. Yeah, they believe they're saved. And uh, uh, so I asked the man, and uh, he said, yes, I, I believed in the Lord. I I prayed to him all the time. And um, I said, well, what about your children? And uh, they kind of looked blank. And I said, do, do, they, do they know the Lord? Um, and uh, and uh, the woman said, "Well, everybody, everybody knows the Lord. We all need the Lord." And I said, "Well, what I'm talking about is, are they saved?" Oh, now I don't know about that. But you know, <laughs> uh, that's just uh, that's the way people are. Yeah. You know, they know that everybody needs the Lord, but uh, their own children, they oh, don't know about that. What, yeah. Was they an old couple? Oh, uh, kind of middle age. Like my age? Well, getting or younger? It's, yeah, about y'all's age, yeah. Wow. Well, getting back to that thought you had that in an assembly of a few people um, or at, at Gray or even in a family, not everybody is saved. I think that plumb line that God uses is how he looks on the heart. And we look on the outside, but God looks on the heart. And he knows 
the ones that are have a pure heart towards him. Wow. 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 Oh. <clears throat> Let's see. Did we finish? Did we finish thirty-three? Uh, yep. Um, yeah, we're gonna go into it's... channel channel nineteen now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chapter 19, Mama. Chapter 19. Yeah, so we finished 18. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. It, I, and, I just wonder, I'm thinking that, Sod, um, you know, Lot was a saved man. You wouldn't have known it, probably, but he was a saved man, so the scripture says. But And so I think he recognized these men as being angels, but I'm not sure. And he said, Behold now, my lords. Turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly and they turned in unto him and entered into his house and he made them a feast, and he did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Uh, I have a something, to, a question. Now, them being angels, they could have stayed out in that street, and nothing would have happened to them, right? Right. But they just did this for a lot. No doubt. This this was the plan. <laughs> okay. But before they and look how they ate. The the... Yeah, they did. They ate. Hmm. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom. Compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, For the men which came in to thee this night, bring them out unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him. And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do you to them as is good in your eyes. 
Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Wow. What in the world can you say about that? Mm Mm-hmm. To turn your own little old virgin daughters out to a pack of homosexuals, of course, they have known that they didn't want no woman, no woman. Uh, Why didn't they attack Lot, I wonder? Yeah, they're they're fixing to. But I don't know. He was trying to protect them angels, and uh, maybe maybe he thought, well, they'll uh, they'll help me if I can put them off just a little while. Maybe these angels will kick in and <laughs> do something. Uh, That's terrible. That's terrible. I know it. Uh, Verse 9 says, And they said, Stand back. They said again, (laughs) Came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the man put forth their, that the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them, and shut the door, and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Now, that's, that's, you know, that's even after they were blind. They are still wanting them. Yeah. That would have scared them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, who, I didn't think about it till just right now. Who was that prophet that, um, uh, Uh, he was he was in in the in <coughs> goodness, I tell you uh, this, all this group of men came and uh, let's I, I, I can't think about it was they all blind, or did uh, did he strike them blind? And he he the led that struck them blind. Huh? Yeah, the the angels did a miracle right there and made them blind. What what happened? She, she, 
think Janice is talking about a different thing, I believe. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm saying, and there's another time where um, they were struck blind, and he led them right into the enemy camp. And he had told them, he said, oh, yeah, I'll take you. And uh, I can't think I can't think of that story, though. Uh, Christy, you don't remember nothing like that? Oh. Uh, uh, no. They, they, uh, I'll, I'll find it for next time. But anyway, that's, they, uh, that, that happened again with some people that, that, uh, they was blinded, and uh, they let he the the prophet led them right into a trap <laughs> or something. Uh, led them into the enemy, or I don't know just what all it it was, but I'll I'll find it. <clears throat> Check out Second Kings six eighteen. Oh, okay. Two Kings six eighteen. Tell it again. Second Kings chapter six verse eighteen. Okay, second Kings six eighteen. Six eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it said uh let's see, um oh. Okay, this is right after Elisha prays and asks the Lord to open this young man's eyes, and he sees all these chariots around about Israel that's protecting them. And so then uh, verse 18 says, And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray they were blinded. He smote them with blindness, and Elisha said unto them, Oh, this is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I'll bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. And came to pass when they were coming to Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men now that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said unto Elisha when he saw them, My father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he said, <laughs> them. Wouldest thou smite those who, had, who thou hast taken captive? So they, without a battle being fought, the, the Lord led them there. And so I guess they all surrendered without, without anything. But that's pretty neat uh, that the Lord smote that whole uh, 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 Assyrian army with blindness. Is anything too hard for the Lord, I say? (laughs) No. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right, huh? (laughs) Right. Oh, uh, let's see now. Where 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 is we? What time is this all happening? Oh, yeah, we got you. Um, 
And the men said unto Lot, Has there here any besides sons, uh, son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place? For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. There is that cry again. Yeah. Uh, that's loud. Hmm. Verse 14. And Lot went out. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I've heard a sweet smell of savor going up to the Lord, but I never have heard evil like that now my notes down here says because the cry against Sodom had been confirmed Uh uh-huh so it was the truth yeah he said in verse 21 he was going to go down and investigate yeah. Right. Go ahead, Christy. Uh, verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Did I read what Jan just read? Yes, ma'am. It's all no, right. That's it. Oh, did, did you want me to read the next? 14, Miss Christy. Okay. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Oh, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Well, a while ago it said that his two daughters never knew a man. He must have had more. Maybe there were two of them. Don't you think there were two that weren't married? I don't know. Evidently. Yeah, that's how we think. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. So these is his virgin daughters, I guess, that he was going to offer to the men. But look at there. Uh, now, I've heard probably Robert Jordan say, that uh, even though they were married, uh, they was homosexuals. I don't, I don't know about that, but he, he told us. Oh, uh, so lots, lots of uh, uh, waiting. 
verse 16. And while he lingered, the men or the angels laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. <laughs> he jerked them out of there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Almost against the will. <laughs> and it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Okay. What was that number that Lot had gotten God down to that he wouldn't destroy Ten. the city? Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. Ten. Okay. Verse 18, and Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant has found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, the city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, and I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. Escape thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. Now, did the Lord tell them not to look backwards? The angel did. Uh, or the angel. Said, uh, what look did they not say? Be, look not behind yeah. me in 17. What, where is that? Verse 17. Look not behind thee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham did, 
and toward all the land of the plain and the hill, and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in the which Lot do out. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. Okay. It doesn't sound right, does it? And Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zoar. And he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. That's after the angel told him they wouldn't overthrow Zoar. He got scared even there, I guess. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine. Well, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and get out of this sordid mess. <laughs> we won't, we won't go ahead and read it. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and go thou in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bare a son and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moabites unto this day. And the younger, she also... And the younger... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You read clearer. You go ahead. No, I was, I was just liking getting. Okay, and the younger she also bare a son and called his name Ben Ben Ammi, Ben Ammi, the same as the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. And may I say that this was this is the start of two of the worst tribes that there ever was. They had trouble with the Moabites and the Ammonites and all these people from from the get-go. But that's just in God's word. He don't mince any words, and that's just a true happening. What happened 
It was terrible, but it was true. Uh, okay. Well, we're we're good. Twentieth chapter. Any other comments? All right. Well, let's pray, and we're gone. Uh, <clears throat> I I I loved it like always, girls. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for this day. All your blessings that you've given us, Lord, you're just numberless that we uh, we just receive sometimes without even thinking about it. But in our sane moments, Lord, we know that you're you you always do right, and there's nothing too hard for you. Bless these ladies, Lord, that help us all to love. I pray for Casey that's listening there, Lord. Help her and all her um, stuff and bless her as she's carrying that baby and just everything that she even remember the goodness of God. And, Lord, I thank you for all these dear ladies. And just bless us all together with your presence, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, Heidi. Are you there? Huh? Miss Janice, did Heidi answer? Say again. Heidi? She was going to get on the on the card. Huh? Didn't hear Heidi. I can't huh. understand. Mama, she said Heidi might have been here tonight. Did you hear her answer? Oh, no, no, no. Was Heidi there? I don't, I think she was going to be, but I don't know. Oh, well, I hope she was. I do, I do. Well, you tell her, You when you talk to her, tell her that, that I, I'm, I'm liking it to think that she's here. Okay. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>